Welcome, everybody, to the Robert Johnson Rock Podcast. We're a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting pieces. <laughs> I'm Steve. I'm Warren. I'm Robert. I'm Henry. And I'm Andrew. Did you guys just text the hashtag stage left? Yeah. They are on the left in the house. They are on the left. If you don't know, uh, it's episode 106, but Warren and I have had matching tattoos since like episode like 23. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll have to fact check that. If you look back, there's definitely an episode where we talk about getting tattoos in Estacona. And going, going to that gin bar that the Canadian guy owned. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. It was. And if anybody on here is uh, from Spain, we really miss Spain. Maybe I just miss Spain, but we miss Spain. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Warren. I'm laughing at Amanda's comment. <laughs> You're an honorary, honorary stage left. I dig it. She's in one video, and she thinks she... <laughs> Do whatever. <laughs> she nailed it, though. She's always welcome back on the left side of the stage. She did get the matching tattoo, though. I don't know if you guys knew about that. <laughs> that would be pretty badass. How was your weekend, Warren, since you're in the top corner? I know. It's weird because it's actually flipped, but I'll start with my weekend. Um, <laughs> let me think about Well, it was the last weekend before we are going to take off for about a month. So, um, me and Erica got to spend Saturday together. I wanted to jump in the ocean, but it was kind of gloomy. So we kind of just hung around. Um, and yeah, just kind of slowly getting all of the shit ready to get back on tour and what it means to be back on tour, um, for a month. It was funny. We were talking about tour before this and Andrew brought up the fact he's like, so how many outfits are we supposed to bring before we run out of clean clothes? And it's like, oh, yeah, like you have to bring like 12 outfits in case we don't see a laundry mat and just going through all of that sort of shit and figuring out what I need to be sustainable for a month in Europe, which we're excited about. And then we get back for about a week and then we're gone for another month in the States. So, um, yeah, just getting back into the swing of touring and doing all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, my weekend was just running around and getting shit ready. Uh, also if anybody pre-ordered shine a light on me, brother, our new record that comes out a week from this Friday, we just sent out all of the pre-order packages for the CDs. So those are coming soon. That's why you pre-order, baby. Pre-orders. Get it early. Flight delay, but we're still con- we're still hopeful that they will still arrive um, within uh, a day or so, if not on the third. Um, so it was nice to get all that stuff out. Thank you for everybody who pre-ordered um, and has supported the album so far. Um, so yeah, it was exciting to see that go out into the ether and uh we're very excited to release this album uh a week from this friday so thank you guys again and uh yeah we're pretty much in prep mode ready to get back on the road and do it that was pretty much my weekend what about you steve i know you had a pretty i i, I actually helped steve but i'll let yeah. him, i'll let him explain yeah i feel like uh if 
I feel like because the Olympics were just now, uh, the amount of hurdles I've had to conquer over the last week, I should win an honorary medal. Uh, it's been a stressful, 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 stressful week. Uh, but I'm still here, so that's good. Okay, Steve, um, you always yeah. got medals in my book. Thanks, bud. You always got a couple of gold medals. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get everything finished up, different projects and, and stuff that have been uh, in the works for a while. Uh, good news is is that uh, the comedy special that uh, my buddy Brett, uh, who I work a lot with, and uh, how I met Robert, uh, we put out on Friday, we debuted our comedy special. Uh, it's called The One. And it's out on YouTube and also live recordings featuring Warren Merle on bass and uh, our good buddy Mike Cleal that's been on the podcast before and my former roommate Ryan Smith on, uh, in the band. And it turned out really great and it's been getting some really great uh, response and stuff. So that was really cool. We released a new Late Night Brunch Club single on Friday as well. And then tomorrow uh, I turn 36 and I'm releasing Woo! Woo! Yep. Solo piano music. Uh, guest. So, uh, uh, guest. Like uh, five and a half hours of solo piano music on Spotify. Just type in my name and uh, chill the fuck out. You uh, that's what it's there for. You should have released 36 albums on your 36th birthday. It's, so I've done, uh, for those of you that uh, I do have a Patreon and I've been trying to get ahead of all the posts. So I finished all my solo piano records for the year. I set out to do one a month this year and I got all 12 done. And those will be releasing uh, every month, once a month, on my Patreon page. Um, I decided to put out the first six, the January through June installments of my 2021, a series of piano improvisations uh, out on my birthday this year. And then, uh, but yeah, the December one is actually my 33rd uh, improvisational solo piano record that I've done. So I'm uh, hoping to do some more by the end of the year and hopefully start a new series. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but uh, that's always a hell of a lot cheaper than therapy for me. So uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to need it after, uh, after all the stress of the last couple of weeks. I'm just ready to get on the road, man. It's, uh, it's good. Things are good. Things are working themselves out and I'm uh, busting my ass across the finish line. So, yeah. So cheers to uh, <laughs> what what note was that, Henry? The E flat in there, in there, or a D, something. It's like in that. the line. It's the, yeah. The, the, the Do it again. The legs here. Yeah. Yeah. Do it again. Want to hear it again? There's a C. Yeah. That's what it's like B when flat. you have somebody with perfect pitch. We always ask Henry, B flat and what D. was that train horn? Or what was there's that? A major, uh, there's a major third in there. Did you guys hear the major third? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the wine third. Yeah. The third, third glass of wine. Bobby, how was your week? It was good. Um, I was in Maui for my honeymoon that got postponed by eight months due to um, how the world was shaping up. Um, so it was finally nice to to go out there and do that and uh, spend time with my wife and uh, uh, my uncle and aunt went as well and they're just a, a hoot to hang out with and uh, very thankful for them for bringing us out there because um, they're the ones that made it happen and uh, it was great you know I mean it was 
we had a great time together and um you know it's just it's hard to think about sometimes when i'm in i'm in the uh getting everything ready for the tour mode now um but uh it was great i love it out there uh, i got to see some friends who live out there and uh yeah it was uh, a lot of fun and um man i just uh yeah very little rain compared to what i'm used to out there in hawaii and uh when we went out, we played in, on the Big Island. Um, when was that? 2018? And it was over Andrew's birthday. Maybe Steve's too. Usually we're gone for their birthdays. Um, and uh, we had this beautiful spot when we were there on the Big Island. And you could jump off and you could snorkel. But there were a bunch of rocks and everything. And uh, I don't like it when I'm not in, when I can't, when I don't know where the rocks are. And like, you know, I know that I can just turn around and go back to the shore and so this time I got to snorkel and uh, I was in complete what felt like control. Um, and it made me appreciate what snorkeling is and made me appreciate it a little bit more compared to we were just jumping off this rocky cliff and I was scared. <laughs> um, so this time I got to just hop in the water and then go out there and see the turtles and see the fish. And it was a lot of fun. We, we bought a digital camera and took some great photos, just Fujifilm digital cameras. I mean, disposable cameras i'm sure come out with the best best film so that was kind of fun um but yeah that was that was my week in a nutshell and uh now i'm just getting everything ready for tour henry how was your weekend uh it was good i i also uh was not here on the podcast last week because i was on a little adventure myself um i went and visited some friends including my older brother in uh, New York City, in Brooklyn, and that was very cool. I think I went to a different show every night because um, live music is back there and got to see a lot of cool different things um, that I had been wanting to see for a while and finally got to see some really cool shows. Um, also got to check out City Winery, um, which was super dope. Uh, my buddy Aaron does sound at the smaller venue there, which is called The Loft, and a really really cool setup um i guess they just reopened there within the last couple months of course um have been doing shows there so that was really cool and then i hopped on a bus and went up to uh waldeboro maine which is where my mom and my stepdad reside and just kind of hung out there played some acoustic guitar hung out with some dogs did some fishing ate a lot of seafood and yeah it was great really enjoyed it had had some you know, nice time to spend with family that I hadn't really seen in a while. And now I'm kind of in the same boat, just getting ready for tour and not a lot of time to do it. So, um, just been scrambling the last couple of days and we'll continue to scramble tonight and tomorrow to, uh, prepare all the things that I need, uh, before I leave. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it's been good. Um, ready to ready to do this ready to go ready to rock out how about you andrew my birthday was last week so i had my all my goings out and stuff like that last week uh it was fun we went out on friday in pomona but because it was a bunch of work people and my boss has a birthday that's like my boss birthday is actually today we had we basically started at the bar at like 4 p.m. and went until 10 and it was like oh my god it's 
we've been here for like whatever six hours or something already. So by the time we hit ten, we were all done and ready to go home. He's trying to get me to go out more, but I uh, I was like, we've already been here for six hours. Right? Like I don't know what else we can talk about. It's already been six hours, you know. It's not the Wayfarer guys. Come on, uh, you really are becoming an adult. <laughs> I guess, but. Um, and then Saturday I had a family party and got to like, so usually I'm on tour for my birthday every year. And this is the first birthday I've been back that we actually have a party. Cause I think last year it was just like right in the middle of everything COVID related. So that wasn't as you know fashionable, but we had a family party this year and I've always had August is my grandma's birthday. And I think my grandma just turned 94, which is crazy. Nice. And uh, my cousin Andrea's birthday is also in August, so we always have like that same party, Grandma, me, and Andrea. So we had that party again, which was pretty cool because I haven't been to that party in like five years or whatever. And uh, Sunday we just caught up on a bunch of stuff. And I actually got something here really cool for my birthday from one of the podcast listeners. His name is Zeke. And I think Steve got one as well, but, uh, so he got us this rum taster from Pilar, which is like the Ernest Hemingway branded rum. And it comes in this like crazy ass package that's shaped like a book. Dude, the fucking packaging on this is amazing. We have to take notes on this. That's awesome. So this whole thing that like can sit on a bookshelf and look like a book. And uh, it opens up, and it has these four little different oh, wow. rum bottles in it. That's awesome. And oh, we love the normal one. Uh, is Pilar also the uh, the Mark rum, Steve? Is this the one that he drinks? Is that the one you're talking about? or Me, Steve? Yes. Oh, is the, what's I'm the Mark Broussard rum? Oh, oh the, the Mark Broussard rum is the... Uh, Dominic? Oh, never mind. That's Diplomatica. Okay. Yeah. This is probably the favorite one I've had just by itself. Uh, like, rum just has that, like, natural sweetness to it. It almost tastes like you're drinking a uh, rum and Coke or something, but you don't need the Coke because it's coming from the rum. Yeah. So I'm going to let you guys pick. I'm not going to try all of them and put you through this hell because we're not together that, like, mm, let me just taste all these no, rums in front of you guys and you can't taste them. Uh, first of all, thanks, Zeke. And uh, I think, Steve, you got one, too. So there should be one, like, sitting in your... Uh, we might want to throw these in our uh, uh, suitcase before we make our way to... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, because I, I moved out this weekend. Uh, but... Anymore. All right. So here are our options here. There's a blonde rum, which I've never heard of before, be called something like that. That looks kind of crazy. There is the dark rum, and I will X-nay this one because this is the normal one, I think. So this one I've had before on the podcast. Oh, let me make sure. Yeah, that's the normal one. This is the dark rum, but bourbon finished. And this is the dark rum, but uh, Spanish sherry cask finished. Thoughts from the room? Definitely either the bourbon finished or the Spanish cherry cask. Yeah, I'm finished. very curious about the Spanish one. Everyone's out on the blonde, huh? The All right, Spanish blonde's out. Interesting. Oh, Zeke said he's actually got something else for me. Oh, cool. Awesome. Zeke. 
Got a couple Zeke, tricks you rock, dude. Thanks, man. Might be worth I, stopping by the house. I think you should try the Spanish. The Spanish one. Hotel's closer yes. to Zeke's place. I agree. Sherry Cask? Yeah. All right, I think I Sherry Cask is the winner. So and while Bruce. I pour this, why don't you guys do your rounds and I'll, I'll get this going. Thank you to Zeke. If any of else wants to send us alcohol on our birthday, please email us yeah. at contact at robertjohnlerec.com. Yeah. We will definitely Funny try it on the podcast. Everybody in this band, we all have birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Steve's is tomorrow. Uh, Henry's is in October. Mine's in December. And October Warren is, is, is in January. It's yep. October 2nd. Yeah. So we have all the months that you would ever need to, uh, you know, send And stuff. don't forget about our half birthdays, too. Yeah. Mine's in June. Or, or you know, Thursdays. Those are important. Yeah. Uh, so we we got a little bit of a head start here, Warren and I. Uh, we started with this one from uh, the Epic Estate Wines in Paso Robles. Um, we went up, uh, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, when we went up and, and filmed the music video up there, played a couple shows, and uh, we ended up doing a wine tasting at Epic uh, Estate Wines, and it was amazing. This is the uh, 2014 Ingenuity uh, that I bought from there. And oh, cool. uh, me and, and Moore and Erica cracked this open tonight with some uh, wonderful Greek dinner that they ordered. And uh, so that was good. And now we're working on, and I don't know anything about this. But do you know anything about this? This is, do you know where you got it? Mayomi Watts. M- Mayomi. It's a Pinot Noir. It's from California. Mayomi Campbell. Uh, it's good. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I really like the uh, the epic wine that we had before this, but this isn't bad, and it's yeah. nice to have wine on the podcast. Because yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you had the epic one first. Yes. Yeah. You guys look good. like you're on a date. It's really funny. Like just drinking Stage's wine up, together. Come on. <laughs> we, did, we did go on a dinner date the other night, but before we uh, so last Tuesday we ended up uh, met up with with our friend Emo over at uh, KOCI in Costa Mesa. And uh, jumped on for her radio show for the How'd that go? few hours. It was so much fun, man. It was a lot of fun. We played, uh, we played obviously the, the new late night brunch club single that was coming that came out on Friday. We also played uh, uh, Shine a Light on My Brother. They're on the waves, <laughs> and we also played some music from uh, Henry's King Tree and the Earth Mothers. The Green North Special. Green North Special. Nice. Cool. A lot. I got I got my first radio play of uh, my single Body Talk that came out like two and a half years ago. That I didn't have any time to promote because we keep coming out with albums. You said you said Body Talk, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I know the song. I'm just making sure everyone knows. Oh, I thought he said Body, body Talk too. That's, I was like, which song is like. that? I don't even remember that song. It's, uh, that's what it sounded like. So I wanted to. Wanted everyone to know that. And and guys, the new single does sound really good. Uh, congrats on that. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. If you guys have a chance, you should tune into KOCI because they uh, feature a lot of really good local Costa Mesa music, and uh, they play a lot of good music. And there's giveaways. When we were there, they were giving away tickets to the, the Black, Black Rose, Rose at the Forum. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a cool little local station that we may even utilize for local Costa Mesa fans to try to give tickets away or just get people stoked. So we were, we were talking to emo Henry. You need to get your own show there, dude. Yeah. My own show. Yeah. You need to get your, own, own, radio like, your show. own block to go in and just do like, and then we'll just pull snippets from it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Henry's then, I don't even, then I don't even have to do the podcast. 
There you go. Yeah, we can just send a frozen we'll just, picture of you. We'll just tune in at like 8.30 and you can give us the... Right. That'd be fine. But that's what we're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Robert? Uh, I'm being very boring. Um, unless you don't have never heard of Sierra Nevada, then maybe this is exciting for you. Um, I didn't have any beer in the fridge, nor have I had beer in the fridge for a while. Uh, so I just went and got uh, a little thing. It's a solid hazy IPA from Sierra Nevada, and it's uh, a good, easy-drinking hazy IPA. And I will be honest, I went into the liquor store, and I was really hoping to find Rolling Rock, because for some reason, there's a nostalgia factor with Rolling Rock, and for some reason, I just really wanted it, and Is I couldn't find it. No, it was just, it's just super easy, light, nice, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the blue horse on the front or whatever they have. Um, they didn't have it. So I got a hazy little thing. It's good. Keeps me going. And uh, thank you, Sierra Nevada. There you go. I can't even remember the last time I had a Rolling Rock. When did you drink Rolling Rock that you like made an impression on you? Probably like five years ago. I probably went through a stint and just having Rolling Rocks. I don't, I don't know. I saw it on the commercial, and I was like, damn, it looks good. And, uh, rolling Rock. No. They do when you're in hotel rooms that have, that have TVs, <laughs> and uh, you don't watch Netflix or anything. You actually watch real TV, which is a crazy thing, concept. <clears throat> but they, they, they kept seeing this rolling. Maybe it was just the fact that the commercial kept coming on during Friends going to bed, and it just made me think that I need Rolling Rock. Yeah. So maybe, maybe advertising is key. commercials as the last week living in this hotel. Because there, there's no HDMI port. I brought my yeah. Apple TV to plug in, and there's no HDMI port in there. So it's, yeah, the amount oh, of commercials right. and stuff are, are just insane. There no was HDMI really not a mammoth. Robbie had one. He yeah. He comments. There was. Maybe oh, they maybe. just had that mammoth beer. No, not not the last day. I Rolling Rock, I feel like Rolling Rock has no identity. Like, I don't think Rolling Rock can think of anything. Like, what was in a Rolling Rock commercial? I mean, a guy holding a rolling rock and probably doing something stupid. It doesn't. I mean, I don't even know where it came from. I don't even know who owns it. I don't even know why it's there. But it's there. And it's a pretty decent light beer when it comes to, like, when you, when you look at, like, the, the, the Bud Lights and the, and the Modellos and the, and the, you know, all that light beer. It's in there with the light beer, but it, it's You're talking it's nonsense, bro. Guys, I... Rolling rock is not good. I haven't had it in a while, but <laughs> God damn. I support it. That's why we got you here, honey. I'm just spewing the hot takes. I drink, I drink Dosen and I drink Rolling Rock, apparently. <laughs> Makes no sense. We just make it our thing. Like, let's embrace Rolling Rock and just love the thing that sucks and make it cool. Granted, guys, I, d- I couldn't that's, find that's it, so I don't have it. I love it because so I don't it know sucks. if it's great. <laughs> I love Rolling Rock because it's really shitty. <laughs> we can be I the love, new PBR. I love Keystone Light, too. <laughs> Fire me. Ooh. From beer. For sure. Anyways, Henry, what are you drinking? Um, drinking. This is a cool can. I like this can. It's very cool design, actually. This is the Stone Buena Vesa Lager. Oh, I was drinking those all weekend. I guess it has salt and lime in it as well. And uh, it's very good. Um, very easy drinking and refreshing. Kind of tastes like a like a coke or something almost there's something about it i don't know what it is maybe it's a sweetness from the lime or the salt Um, sodium yeah something i think that's good 
I had a Modelo back-to-back with that beer on Friday, mm-hmm. and the Buena Vesa definitely has way more taste, mm-hmm. but I, I always like lime and other stuff in, like, Mexican beer anyways, and I put mm-hmm. a lemon from Amanda's drink in my Buena Vesa, and it was, like, night and day amazing compared Ooh. to just the beer by itself. So, Ooh. Just because it says it has salt and lime or whatever right. in it. Still put a lime in that bitch. I do, I do taste it, but I do think it could use a little more, definitely. Because I think that might take it to the next level. Um, but it is very good and refreshing and nice. And the can's super cool. I mean, that's... Yeah, I do cool. love the Not handle good. and the cans the and all the designing skull. around it. It's very, very cool. Will you hold it up so I can see the color? It looks like it's kind of dark. It's No, the actual beer, the, the beer oh. that you have. It's just like, it looks oh, like a regular okay. beer. Okay, cool. Nice. Regular. I'm almost done with it because it's so easy to drink. Okay, I have to get another one. All right, Andrew, how's the rum? This is the Papas Pilar Spanish Sherry Cask Finished. It's really good. Uh, Pilar by itself is like super sweet. And I like drinking rum on the rocks because it just opens it up a little bit and makes it easier to drink. And the... It's not super, um, like, over-the-top wine taste, but you definitely get it in the nose and then, like, in the first sip or so, and then you just finish with that rum sweetness. It's really good. It's, like, not something I've had before. And, like, yeah, I've never had anything like this. That's the best way to describe it. It's really good. We did it, guys. Thank you again. It's, like, an awesome little gift. That's an awesome gift. That's really oh, yeah. cool. And I'll make sure you guys get a chance to try it when we go. I'll bring it tomorrow night or something. There you go. You know what goes great with a cask rum? What? Listening to music. Oh. And uh, I am. Uh, I got something really. Just kidding, not listening to music. Uh, talking about uh, other stuff. I got, I got something. <laughs> hey, hey, dude. I got something really cool today, dude. Henry, just play it, play it from your end, man, because we're all... We're not, Henry, we're I did not have the cover for you while you were gone, yeah. or we, we were thinking about it, and I was like, did we already do this tribute? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, did we already do this tribute? And they're like, yeah, we did that one too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap, I don't know. Then I definitely don't know what to do, because those were, those were my ideas. So we played the new Late Night Brunch Club single, which you can go check out on Spotify. Yeah. And, In the meantime, uh, I watched Field of Dreams. Did you really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, did you just listen to the other podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We did get into it in, in Field of Dreams for quite a while. I know. Robert, there's a layer to that story that I haven't told you, or and I can't tell the podcast audience. Oh, but, man, uh, I can't wait. I'll put it in the private yeah. chat and just look at Robert's reactions. Wait, are you going to put it in the private chat now? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Well, this has been completely derailed. You can't derail this podcast. You can't derail this podcast. You can't double stamp a triple stamp. <laughs> that makes total sense. I was, I was super surprised at um, your reaction to the movie. I it, it was the thing where I saw the first scene and I knew everything about it before it Which makes ended. total sense. I get it. What are you talking about? Feel the dreams, Henry. Oh, you haven't been here on the podcast and you didn't listen to the podcast. Robert at least did the homework of the podcast I'm listening. Okay? Is it really that important? At least. Is it really that important that I do that? No. I think what's more important is I talk about what we're about to listen to. Okay, um, do that. Okay.
I'm, I'm really glad Andrew and, told me that on the uh, message, though, and that makes me really laugh. And, uh, I've already had this guy on the podcast before. I've already played his music before, but I've been obsessed with this song since it came out, and you might be able to hear exactly why, because he got a guest that totally blew my mind featuring on the song that you may be able to recognize his musical signature within the context of the song. Um, this is by a guy called Neil Francis. I talked about him a few weeks ago. So good. And uh, he just released a brand new single. Nice. I've been jamming out to multiple times a day. Um, and it's also got a great message and it also has a great guitar player on it that uh, you might recognize. And uh, love this jam. Love this guy's music. Uh, love what he's doing with it stylistically and all that. Uh, this is and also the message of the song is also very uh, poignant and great as well. So uh, this is the new single from Neil Francis. It's called Can't Stop the Rain.
You. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Nice. That dude is so good, man. Yep. Very good. And he's a, a, a. Is he a bass player? Is that what he? Like, is that, that his main keyboard? Keyboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he's, he's, he's got all the keyboard player. tones going on. So I got uh, my what, my first uh, thirty three and a third club from Cream Tangerine. <laughs> Uh, was Neil Francis's uh, uh, changes record? Oh yeah, that, that Parker got for me, and oh my god, dude! Yeah. I feel like I've already almost worn that thing out, dude. Yep. How good it's is that record? So good. Man. It's. Yep. I just. I just keep flipping it over and just let it keep going when I'm doing yep. it. stuff. It's, it's. It's incredible. It's so good. Yeah, he's. And our, he's our good great. friend uh, Adrian De Leon from Oregon uh, is featured on it as well. Oh, very cool. And yeah, she did some backing backing vocals yeah. on that. It's uh, which was really cool. I, I didn't know that until uh, until I read the the liner notes and stuff. But that whole record's just incredible, and I'm I'm stoked that he put out a new single. Man, that sounded yeah. great. Yeah, and if 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 you didn't already guess, I, when I first heard the single, I was like, that sounds like Derek Trucks. And I looked yeah, at her was and it? Sure as shit, is Derek Trucks. Fuck yeah! And I was like, how did he get Derek Trucks on his track? Like, what the fuck? That was just crazy he's to me. Fucking baller, dude. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, he's a baller, dude. Or like, you got Derek Trucks yeah, yeah. to play on your fucking single. That's badass. Yeah, great. Warren's, Warren's holding on to my LP collection right now. Awesome. Well, well that's I'm in a good spot. It's a good home for them. Yeah. Nice. When I saw the the song title, I thought it was like a cover of "I Can't Stop the Rain." Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, let's see how this cover is." Because yeah. Seal's cover was great. <laughs> but it's really it's, it's a lot more, it was a lot more fun who than that. Stop the rain, like CCR. I don't know what who I don't know what song Robert's referring to. I can't stop the rain. Uh, it's my window. Mm-hmm. What is that? Bring back sweet memories. I don't know. I just know who, who covered it. Who does that originally? I have no idea. We'll keep it that way. Peter Chris. Oh yeah. Okay, that doesn't really make sense when you don't know. It does the punchline doesn't work? Oh, uh, no, it wasn't a joke. It doesn't make any sense. Peter Jackson doesn't Peter make Jackson. any sense. Randy Jackson, Rampage. I thought two of these. No beers, relation. Maybe, maybe no I'm relation. getting a little buzzed. No relation. Peter Jackson, Randy Jackson. No relation. Yeah, it all comes from the Shire, bro. Come on, it's not the rain <laughs> in the Shire, bro. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be up. like three and a half hours of it every couple of years, and you're good. It's always going to fall. Percy Jackson. Percy, no relation. Isn't that awesome how Derek can just play like one slide lick and you're right. like, oh, I know who that that's, is. That's Derek Trucks. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I was like, I heard that. I heard like a clip when he like, he like did a, made a post about it. And I was like, there's no way he got Derek Trucks to play on that. So like that's not, he got a really good Derek Trucks impersonator. And then I went <laughs> on the YouTube link. And it's like Derek Trucks on guitar. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Of course. You're like, that sounds like butter. I feel like Derek Trucks is like if if, if butter had a sound. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Butter if, if 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 butter and like honey chicken. Yeah, like honey honey sea salt butter. If that had a sound on chicken. Or on, like your, your just on anything. Just on anything. What are you guys talking about? It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're just Derek words. Trucks, huh? None of this matters. Derek Trucks is the rolling rock of guitar. Oh, you take that back. Everyone's going to be super like, there's upset. There's no mistaking it, you know? Yeah. No mistaking it's just it. that, it's that thick, 
buttery. Just it's like ooh, ooh, that just made everything better. The, he's the Guinness man. Man, Neil Francis rules. The other song that you played on the podcast, uh, what was it called? Uh, She's a winner. She is a winner. I've been jamming that song all yeah. weekend. I love that. Yeah, song. So good. The bass groove on that song is so insane. Yeah. And the uh, I forget what the keyboard, but I for some reason I normally don't like that keyboard sound, but that keyboard sound he has on it, I just love. No, the, the keyboard. Yeah, we we talk about it. It's like it's the cheesiest, shittiest sound, but somehow he made it sound cool. It says it on the record too. I forget what it is. It's on the record sleeve. Like it literally says what keyboard it is. It's like a, I forget. I love that. I love when people actually put like they say what instruments they used. Like they actually say what it was. They don't just say keyboard. Like I love when people detail it. They used to do that a lot in the seventies. Like you'd go back in the seventies. Like there'd be like a jazz fusion. He played on you know blah 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 on Gibson Les Paul on Fender Precision Bass. You know using the ARP twenty six hundred blah 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 keyboard. And it's like details all the instruments they played. It's like I what happened to that. What happened to that? We, That's, we should start that. doing that. Let's bring yeah. it back. I love that. Let's do it. We don't have enough album real estate. <laughs> we would put all the details. Believe me, Steve wants to put every single detail in our liner notes. Right. We just have to... That's what the... the, the uh, so, we got to talk about this because we haven't done this yet. And wh- does anyone know which show... Hi, Mr. Fuzz. Does anyone know which show... Uh, that we're releasing the album on when we're in Europe. Uh, we can, I can figure it out right now. All right. Research Warren is going to go check that out really quick. Comes out on a Friday. Uh, but what we haven't talked about, and, and Bruce brought up a good point, is what Berlin. are we doing with the podcast? Where are we? Berlin. We're in Berlin. Berlin. So um, we could definitely... Um, what... Where are we at with Europe? So I guess it's really early in the morning right now. Yeah, it's like 6 a.m. right now. So we're probably not going to do the podcast at the same time. Correct? But we are going to still do the podcast. And one of the things we did last year that was really successful was doing, like, basically the podcast liner notes where we just told people everything that we did to make the record and we listened through the entire record live with the audience. I thought that was really cool. And we we haven't talked about doing that, but it'd probably be fun to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, right when we get there or something, we have a lot of time at Manny's to just to hang out, so that would probably be a really good time to uh, do another um, commentary. Yeah. yeah. Especially with some Belgian beers. By the end of it, it would be pretty funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like uh, people, I've already talked to a couple of people who are excited about having the commentary, and I feel like when we do the commentary, it's like, and we talk about so many of those details that people don't even think about. Yeah, I'm excited even thinking about it. Just like the my my big secret on this record for the drums was I didn't use I used the exact same shit for everything. I said I'm not gonna. We did songs that were totally different. And my challenge to myself this year was uh, I'm not going to touch any of the drums. I'm going to tune them, but I'm not going to change any of them because Jeff has a ton of drums in his arsenal, and it's very, you know, it's very 
tempting to just go grab another snare drum to do something. I was like, no way. This drum sounds awesome. This drum set sounds awesome. All these cymbals sounds awesome. I'm not touching anything. So, anyways, there's your there's your sneak peek, but I think that'd be fun to do. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah. Let's do it. I like yeah. it. And Mostly we can talk about all the instruments. I have, I have no interesting secrets. On the album. All the basses? I got to use three basses. It's pretty cool. It made me feel like a real guitar player. <laughs> and the far cheesy that Steve used? Yeah, far cheesy. I'm just kidding. What's that keyboard called? It's something like that, right? The what? Far keyboard. It might be that. Farfisa. What are you talking about? Farfisa. Yeah, I'm just making a joke. What? No, I I wish I had. What is a joke? I don't know what jokes are. Yeah, I can't make a joke in front of super musically people. Do you like? You mean this? (laughs) I did. I I used a I used a farfisi sound on the farfisi. Thank you. Yeah, on on uh, that that's the sound on uh, Good Lovin', and uh, most recently with you guys on uh, uh, Let It Go, there was a layer on, on that stuff. Is it that one? I didn't use that on this one. I actually used all <coughs> actual uh, Hammond organ. I was just joking because you guys are making so many, you know, like you're so into the specific instrument or something. I just say one very specific but instrument. By the way, Steve, like, did you find the thing that where it says the yeah, but I'm not sure which one it is because it's, it lists all of them. Because it's just like scream across the room. But it's the uh, I think it's the RMI electric piano. What else is uh, Neil Neil played the Hammond A100 acoustic piano, RMI electric piano, and then the Honer clavinet D6. So yeah, it's probably the RMI. I'm assuming it's the electric piano. Yeah, I think. Um, I've never seen an RMI. Uh, also, I've been a keyboard and I'm in the box guy for a long time, so. Oh, no, yeah, it's really the RMI Electro Piano. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yes, definitely. Because that's like the like Dr. John used that a bunch. Um, yeah, it sounds like shit. Has. In the best <laughs> way possible. It no, does in a really no, cool way. No, it sounds way. like shit. Somehow he made it sound cool, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. Is it like, okay. yeah, this, that, that's an incredibly difficult thing to do, to take something right. that sounds just absolutely terrible and do something wonderful with it so shout out to neil i, I hope we get the, the jam application of it in that song is just so cool yeah no he nailed it man it was really cool well and he also just real quick i mean he has that timeless kind of classic sound that when you hear it you're like oh when did this that 70s record really come out and you're like oh wait it came out in <laughs> can't stop the rain just can't yeah 2021. Yeah. Sounds like it came out in the 70s. It just I do love the release. The whole album is instrumentals, too, for the changes right here. I saw that, Andrew. I wanted to try the blonde one. You guys were all against it. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. How's the blonde? I haven't tried it yet. I was trying to sneak it in under your guys' conversation, <laughs> but now it's all ruined. Uh, I was going to say, just for a quick topic, because I know like, I, I literally want to go buy some stuff for tour right after this. Let's do a quick what is your tour essential thing that you have to bring? And we're talking about we you, and everyone talk about your packing process a little bit cuz like I always wait till the last minute. Warren was telling me it was packed like a week ago or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> what? Why don't you start talking to people oh. about, you know, just uh, packing yeah. process and then what's your essential? I was packed last weekend ready to go knowing that 
these last couple uh, days get really crazy. There's a lot of things to tie out. And the last thing I want to think about is what goes in my bag. Um, and luckily, Erica is much more organized than me. And she actually has a list of things that I should bring. So she's actually very helpful and integral part of getting me packed. Um, so I, I, I could probably say without a doubt, I am the first one to get all my shit together. Um, I don't know. I just like having it together. It's been sitting upstairs in the suitcase. I'm just like ready to, ready to do it. Um, tour essentials. I'm trying to think of what a good tour essential for me is. Um, Tour Central, oh, well, there's definitely, when you're traveling to Europe, is the plug situation. Uh, at one point, <laughs> right after we got our backpacks stolen, we all needed chargers for our phones. And we got this square charger out of a vending machine that does the UK and the EU and Australia. And it's this big, clunky square thing. But it fucking rules, and I've had it ever since we got it out of the vending machine. And um, I'm very excited, I guess, to bring that back. It's kind of dumb. but uh, I think I got that thing stolen another time or whatever, but I loved that thing because it has two USB ports in it. And USB yes, ports yeah, are fucking like killer. gold. It has two USB ports on the side, and you can still plug in a American-style plug into it. So you could charge a phone. You could charge anything else that takes uh, a phone sort of charger. Um, and you could also plug in, I don't know, whatever you want to. In, in some cases, you could plug in a surge protector and then charge a bunch of other shit. Um, but there's two things that I got for this tour specifically. Uh, magnesium 3 and 8, which is a, a sort of sleeping uh, substance or not substance. It's a sleeping pill. And, um, when you're on the road and you're traveling through different time zones, it's very hard to try to go to sleep, especially after you've played two hours of music and your head is just going crazy. So I'm excited to use something that's not melatonin because melatonin kind of fucks me up and gives me really crazy dreams. Um, and then I did. I got a Nintendo Switch. That's a new thing. Oh no, shit! We'll see if it if, if it's a if it's a key part. Do I have to bring my Switch now? <laughs> no, Andrew, don't yeah, do it. You don't have one. You got to. Sure. Well, we don't have. Dude, we can't go to fucking mine. bars or whatever like we would usually do on a tour like this. So I'm like, what the fuck are we gonna do? And it's probably just play video games. Yeah. yeah well, and especially this tour is gonna be a lot different with how we have to interact with people and. The longevity of the tour. We want to make it through the whole entire tour. Believe me, I don't want to play video games. That sounds yeah. super lame. But yeah. if I'm just trapped in a hotel room, we're just going to be watching movies and fucking playing video games. So. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I got. What I'm bringing this just for the plane rides. <laughs> well, normally normally for me, I, I normally pack like a couple hours before we leave. Um, I have a pretty good system typically like in my room of when I have a place of like what, like where things go. So I have a bin that's dedicated to like all the travel chargers and shit. So that like, and all the travel essentials. So like I've got a go bag for toiletries that it's like just for tour. It's always got like a toothbrush and a beard comb and uh, deodorant and all that stuff ready to go. 
And then so like if I'm going overseas, normally I've, I've got two deodorants in that, that one. Um, and then like all the chargers and stuff are all in there and everything's kind of pre-packed so I can just throw and go. Um, luckily for me, I only wear black V-necks. So it's never really a matter of like what's packed shirt wise. And I only have two pairs of pants. So that solves that, um, one pair of boots and some sneakers. Are, wait, are you bringing something that you haven't brought before, which is an actual roll bag that you can put stuff in? Yeah, no, I brought it on the last tour. Did you? Yeah, yeah I, I did bring you it did? because it's a longer one. Yeah, because yeah, we were going on a cruise and shit wow. last time. We were out for a while, so I, I actually brought a rolly bag. But yeah, normally normally I would go out with uh, – this year's a little different because I had to move out of my spot. So instead of uh, – and I do actually have to like get some work done on this tour. So instead of doing my normal like seven days of clothes in a backpack that I would do with applicable chargers and a, and a toiletry bag, um, I actually am bringing something because I had to move everything out very hastily out of my spot. So I've got a suitcase, same one that I brought the last tour. Um, and I'm bringing 10 days worth of clothes this time. But my boots are in there because I don't want to wear them on the plane. Amen. Yeah. You should bring 20 days worth of clothes. So when you throw away the first 10 days worth of clothes, you'll have another 10 <laughs> days worth of clothes left. You know, one of these days we'll just figure out a way to fucking do laundry like in less than three weeks time. So. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I've definitely had to wash my gross underwear in hotel bathrooms before. Yeah, I'll just buy more. We're not going to Mars and I don't have rent. So we should put, <laughs> You're like, yeah. we should put it on our rider that we need somebody to wash our clothes at every show we go to. That'd be hilarious. No, no, no. I hate that war. We need a rider where we just need a fresh pack of underwear for the band. Yeah. <laughs> they should buy us t-shirts more, at every stop. We're the same size, which, which is, which is great. So there's been plenty of times. How'd you guys find that out? And, and uh, from touring together. <laughs> And it's like, hey, I was going to wear this. And it's like, oh, well, I brought this one. It's like, oh, well, here, I've got another one of these. Let's wear that so we're not wearing the exact same color of green. Yeah. It's nice when we switch underwear, too. That's very comfortable. Yeah. He's, he's got the larges. I still wear the mediums. <laughs> I got the mediums the other day. I had to take <laughs> How many centimeters are you in EU underwear them. size? Do you know? What was that? How many centimeters are you in EU underwear size? Do you know? I don't even know what a centimeter is. We, we did talk about that on a previous podcast where Andrew and I went looking for bathing suits. <laughs> oh, I was looking through my photos today to send my, uh, uh, my coworker a birthday thing. And I resent that picture of my bulge in the Speedo to Amanda. She really enjoyed it. I oh. fucking hate you. <laughs> I don't know, I, she seems like she really enjoyed it. I don't know what's going on over here. I was just about to ask if it was. I any screamed out loud. It was horrifying, and I never want to see. Go it. away, <laughs> guys! Don't get engaged. You kept Rick rolling me with that too. You kept going like Henry. I have this really cool YouTube video to show you, and I was drunk. And then you're like, "Look at that! Fuck! Damn it! You got me again." Uh, poor shenanigans. I miss those. Yeah, my balls didn't even fit in mine. <laughs> Did you put your balls in somebody else's? <laughs> it was a uh, trying to think of an analogy. It's like uh, it's like when you're trying to grab laundry, you know, but it's just like popping out through your fingers. 
Who are we on, Steve? Let's move to Robert. What are we doing with this? I feel like we're getting off track. I was here. just waiting for me to go. I just, Steve just had so much to say. I just let him go. <laughs> what was the question? How do you, how you pack? pack like, sure. how late do you pack? Like, do you wait till the last second? <laughs> and then, what's your like? You have to have this to go out. Uh, I usually wait till like the last day, but um, this time, since there's a bunch of other things. Um, I'm actually almost pretty close to being packed. Um, pretty close. Um, I have everything in there that I think needs to go. And I like save like a couple things to wear tomorrow and on the plane. So I'm pretty stoked. I usually always take at least 14, um, different, at least 14 items, meaning like 14 pairs of chones, 14 socks, 14 shirts. That way, at least I know for two weeks, I'm good to go. Um, because I'll wear like, you know, a plain black tee for, for load in and, and sound check and everything, and then sweat through that and then have to wear another shirt for the show and everything. So, uh, sometimes I get through, sometimes I don't, but, um, that's usually what I, what my, what my deal is. And I'm pretty much packed right now, pretty stoked. And also to, uh, to agree with Warren, uh, Rachel usually makes a list for me and we go down it and make sure I have everything, um, and that's why women are um, helpful in the world, along with many other things. Um, but packing is one that's super helpful. Um, so thankful to her for helping me, you know, clean everything and pack everything and make sure I have everything that I have. Um, and the essential thing, <laughs> the essential thing, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I need a lot of things. One thing that I never knew that I, I really enjoyed having until Steve bought me one was an iPad. Um, and Steve bought me my first iPad. Um, and it's just, I, I, every night when I go to sleep, I usually have the, the TV on. And so when you go to a new place and you don't <laughs> have kind of like what you're used to, uh, on when you go to bed, it's, it's a, it's a change. And, um, uh, that's been the best thing. Just like pop that on and put whatever on when I go to bed. Cause I can actually fall asleep. Cause it's what I'm used to, you know, you're not just laying there in bed cause I have a problem sleeping already. So, um, and that sounds like a really dumb thing to be like an essential thing, but you know, everything else is just kind of normal. You know, the, the toothbrush, the, the beard comb, the, uh, everything like that's just kind of whatever. Um, I'm definitely going to bring that stuff, but, uh, you know, the, the iPad is just uh, a super, easy way to um for me to fall asleep uh if i don't have the means of if i don't want the alcohol and if i don't have the means of other things uh that i have the pleasure of having back at home um like cbd or like uh, weed gummies that help me go to bed um it's uh, it's just a nice thing to have on the side when just trying to go to sleep and uh, i'm sure i could think of a better thing that's an essential thing that i'm bringing with me um Oh, my, uh, my moleskin, my, my writing pad. I always bring one of those, which um, when we got our stuff stolen in Barcelona, I was actually more upset about the fact that someone stole my writing. You know, like, I, you know, we had some songs that weren't recorded or anything yet, and I was just writing. And that thing is, uh, was actually the, the thing I was most upset about losing is, is the writing that I did on that. And uh, I always bring one of those um, just in case. Um, cause you never know when that time comes and we just jot down ideas. And there's one thing about jotting down ideas on your, on your notes, on your phone 
And then there's another thing about jotting them down with your hand. And I think that certain things come out differently when you're writing with your hand on a piece of paper compared to typing on your phone. Um, and I try to do both as much as I can. Um, I did a lot of that in Hawaii. I, I, I wrote more, um, than I, than I did anything else. Um, but I think that there's a different mindset and I'm not sure if this is, this is not scientific or anything, but when I write with a pen on paper, I feel like different things come out, um, than when I'm just typing it into my notes on my phone. Um, and so I always make sure that I have a pen and a notepad or paper with me. And I, I, I like to use the moleskins cause it feels like a little, little book that I can put back and put where it needs to go. Um, and I would think that was, that that's more essential to me than, than an iPad or anything, even, even enough underwear. I mean, I think if I have that, it kind of keeps me, um, comforted to know that that's always there. What about you, Henry? Um, I think, I don't think I'm alone in this. Um, but I think after even like two or three first shows start realizing that, you know, any kind of touring is kind of a burn, especially on your, your hands, um, your shoulders, your muscles, knees and toes, everything, anything that has to do with, you know, kind of getting up on stage. Um, so my big thing is, is I got to have turmeric and some sort of CBD involved, whether it's a, uh, uh, what a tincture or some form of, of roll on topical solution. Um, just to kind of soothe the joints. And for me, um, I've had inflammation in my shoulders for at least 10 years. Um, I've had to see a chiropractor about it. And um, I've found that turmeric helps kind of abate, keeps things kind of circulating, kind of loosens things up a little bit, helps bring stuff down, um, especially when it's ingested with some kind of, uh, you know, fish oil or omega-3 or some kind of uh, like an avocado. Sometimes I take it with an avocado, but basically just some way of kind of keeping my joints in shape. And I do notice the difference because, um, I remember we were on tour one time and I forgot my thing of turmeric. And after about a week I was like, it was like, I can't do Like I literally cannot do this. Um, I need to go to a pharmacy and get some turmeric and, get this inflammation sorted out because my shoulders literally get inflamed. Like I've seen like my left shoulder, like get super inflamed after long shows. Um, and it helps, uh, really does help me out a lot. So at least for me, um, I got to have some kind of a, something to kind of keep the joints and stuff under control, keep everything kind of loosened up and, and, uh, pain free. And additionally, some kind of, um, ibuprofen or something like that. Um, cause you never know when you might need a little bit of some minor painkiller, uh, sitting in the van all day, all that sort of things. Um, it adds up and, uh, it's always good to have those sort of things on hand. And the exciting thing about going to Europe is you can get stronger, um, stronger pills. So I think they can, you can get like an over the counter, like, or not even over the counter, um, just in a store somewhere. I remember I could get like a 600 milligram and the highest we can get here is like two or something yeah. in an individual pill. Um, so they make the stronger stuff out there. You can actually get it and um, get dosed up on it pretty quick. So not that I need it all the time, but just every once in a while things get, you know, start to hurt when you're, you know, it's a slog and we work really hard and we're moving around a lot and lifting a lot of things and pushing a lot of things around. And then on top of that performing, 
um, definitely takes a toll. So just something to kind of keep things uh, somewhat controlled in terms of pain and inflammation um, is really important for me and I'm sure other people as well. How about you, Andrew? Um, just to the side, the blonde rum is really fucking good. <laughs> the blonde rum is actually better than the the wine rum. Ah. It is like super vanilla-y and super delicious. So I just got to start there. Um, the two things I'm super excited about this year, which I guess my first thing is a battery bank. So just like having a battery available to charge whatever thing that might be not there. And so many times I find myself like with something that doesn't have charge that I want to have charge. So battery banks probably like number one. Uh, This year I got a new thing thanks to Steve, which is I got a Theragun copy. And basically everything that Henry's saying, which is um, I used to get done with shows and get a beer out of a vending machine in Germany because you can do this. Steve's probably seen me doing this. Um, And I'll finish the beer and then take the beer bottle and just roll it up and down my forearms because they are fucking burning and they feel like terrible. And so I think the Theragun, uh, after I... um, Hopefully it doesn't go off. There's always that scene in Fight Club that I think about where they talk about something vibrating and they call it like an electric shaver. So all I think about is uh, that I don't want some weird thing to start vibrating in my suitcase and someone thinks it's a bomb or something and then so my luggage is delayed. <laughs> but well, gonna, I think it'll be okay. Theragun, Can you? The, the Theragun, yeah. I don't think it's a, it's not an ion battery. So. Oh, cool. I'll have to take that. Uh, but I'm super excited for that because I feel like when we do shows back to back to back like this, it feels much more like being an athlete where you just get torn up and it is a very physical sort of thing. So I'm excited to have that to do, they call it like soft tissue work and like break everything up as we're going. And, um, I also this year, I don't know why it's taken us this long, got a, uh, international Wi-Fi hotspot that works in like every country in the EU and the UK. And it was like a a hundred and something bucks. And it's like a hundred bucks for the service for unlimited service for the month, which every other thing I've looked at is like crazy in comparison to that. Either you have to get a full recurring service or you have to do a prepaid per gig or something, but it only works in specific countries. This is just so simple. Um, It is, I'm really excited to use it and see how it works. And uh, Steve said he's seen people use it before and that it's really good. So yep, I'm excited to use this little Wi-Fi hotspot thing. And then I'm about half packed and I feel like I freak out right before. I almost like stay up all night before we leave trying to figure out things that I need or not or things that I'm forgetting or not. And then I'll go like a 24-hour Walmart or something and just grab whatever I think the dumb thing that I think I need is, like four packages of beef jerky or something like that. Or your passport. I'll end up getting that. (laughs) Thank you. We already (laughs) told that story, War. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're a great friend. (laughs) 
You guys got to listen back to the other podcasts. There's a lot of good stories in there. There's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good guests. And I think we're going to do it. I just, we, I don't think we can promise that it's going to be um, at this time every week. But I know, because I know us, we're going to record one every week. Yeah. Even if it's just in the van, even if it's for like 20 minutes to half an hour or whatever, we will give you updates because it's much more fun if we're like right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Much stuff going on. That being said, what do we got going on? We're about to go to Europe. <laughs> uh, we're going to Europe. <laughs> if you didn't notice from us talking about it, the whole podcast. <laughs> First show of the European tour is back at the Gitvarenwinkel Festival. We are headlining the Gitvarenwinkel Festival in Belgium. We are excited to be back. Um, we love Bruno and the crew out there. Um, so if you guys are in Europe and you're interested about our dates, go to our website. You can check everything out at www.robertjohntherec.com. After we get back from, well, while we're in Europe, our brand new record, Shine a Light on Me Brother, comes out. That is Friday, September 3rd. Woo! Um, you can still order that at our online store, www.robertjohnandtherec.com. After that, we come back. We're back for about a week, and then we hit the road in the States. We're going to be in the Midwest and the South. All of those dates, again, are at the same website that I had previously just mentioned. Um, But we're very excited to hit the road with Teenage Head Music in September and then Intrepid uh, artists in October in the States. Um, Which random little tidbit, and I I just think that this is so cool. Our last show in Europe was the Gavarin Michael Festival. Really? In 2019, yeah. That was the last time we played over there. See, yeah, I remember that. It was, it was, on, it was on on my Steve's birthday. birthday. Yeah. August 24th, oh, really? 2019. And that was the one so with Toronto, right? And that's our first show back and our first time headlining that festival, uh, which is going to be absolutely insane. And what a awesome, incredible way to bookend such a difficult time, you know, and uh, and get, get back into it. It, it. I just thought that was really cool. So. Yes. Or, you know. So we have a lot of stuff going on. Keep uh, dialed in with all the social media stuff. We have a lot more other announcements that will be coming up in between those times that we are not going to talk about yet, but lots of surprises for all you Robert John and the Rec fans. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for your support with the pre-order packages. Um, yes, a round of applause for all of you. And thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We love you guys. Again, we'll try to be as consistent as we can. But, uh, you know, we'll be on the road doing our thing. So, And we hope to see you out there on the road. Yeah, sign up at your local podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find the Rec Podcast. And Tell your sign friends. up to listen every week. Click all the links in the descriptions below. The cool and, thing, too, uh, is if we play some of these festivals, we might be able to grab a couple other people that we might not be able to, you know, see normally. Everybody's got time backstage, man. It's cool. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Be good to each other. Get wrecked.